with your host, Stephanie Arnold. Welcome back to the show, Armin. We're happy to have you back on with us. Thank you, Stephanie. I'm happy to be back. And for those who didn't catch your first podcast uh, with Phil Johnson, would you mind giving us a quick introduction to you? I'm Armin Markosian. I'm a senior economist at Econ One. I've been working at Econ One for almost 10 years. Wow, did we start? We must just, you must have started pr- right after I did, I think. Yes, I think that's right. I remember your. 2008. Yep, I was probably about six months before you actually remember your presentation. <laughs> well, I remember those days. Yeah, way back in our original Los Angeles office. Armin, we ask everybody our opening question, and our opening question this round is What was your first job? My first job? Yeah. Not Econ One. Not Econ One job. Mm-hmm. So I was a computer lab monitor during my undergrad years. And I was the guy at the computer lab monitor having everybody sign in <laughs> into the lab, make sure they're behaving. <laughs> Do they even exist anymore? I, they must. I don't, I don't know. know either. I probably, probably not. This was... Uh, I remember those days. This was a while back. Yeah, we had... I I was friends with a guy who did that job, so I appreciate that, that you were the monitor. Well, <laughs> you're here today to talk to us about what? Well, I thought I'd come in and talk about uh, pass-through. We've had some others touch on the concept of pass-through. I'm not overly familiar with the term. Would Could you explain it a little bit more? Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Great. Um, so I thought uh, explain what uh, pass-through is and um, how it relates to the work that we do, antitrust litigation, and how we go about analyzing what we call pass-through. Pass-through is is a term uh, very commonly used in economics and particularly in antitrust litigation. It has to do with how much of the overcharges that occurred in one level of the distribution chain were passed on or were retained in the lower levels of the distribution chain. When you say distribution chain, can you talk to us a little bit about the steps of that and and how the cause and effect there? Yeah, so any uh, production uh, has multiple levels in the distribution chain from the, where the, from the level where the product is being made to the level where the product is being sold to the final consumer. So let's take laptops. Everybody has laptops now. This definitely has a laptop. Yes, right? it, yeah, I do. So, so a, a laptop... Uh, would go through a multiple levels of a distribution chain, starting from the inputs that go into a laptop. Somebody manufactures those inputs. The manufacturer of the actual laptop purchases those inputs, makes the laptop, sells it downstream to either a retailer or a wholesaler, a distributor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wholesaler then subsequently sells it to a retailer, say Best Buy, and then the final consumer, you and I, walk into a Best Buy and by the laptop. So those are the multiple levels of the of the distribution chain. So hypothetically, as a consumer, <laughs> I walk into Best Buy and I, I buy a laptop. I am directly affected by this. We would we would say that you are indirectly affected. And let, let me explain that. Okay. 
so in, in price fixing litigation, there are two types of plaintiffs that have standing to claim damages. There are the direct plaintiffs and there are indirect plaintiffs. Um, so the direct plaintiffs are those that purchased products f- directly from the defendants. Okay. The indirect purchasers are, are those who purchase the products indirectly from the defendants. So let me give you an example uh, of notebooks that we just talked about. So if the conspiracy happened at a, a higher level of the distribution chain, say uh, the allegation is that the manufacturers of the LCD screens that went into the laptops mm-hmm. conspire to fix and elevate the prices. So the overcharges happened for the prices of LCD panels directly. Oh, okay. The purchasers of those LCD panels would be the direct plaintiffs. And then me as a laptop user is the indirect. Exactly right, yes. So because the you're purchasing the LCD screen indirectly, you're purchasing it through the final product, the laptop. And that's um, what we call indirect indirect purchaser. So you may ask, how does pass-through relate to this? Well, I was going to, so <laughs> how does it? Yeah, so <clears throat> uh, the overcharges that occurred on the LCD screens, on the input, mm-hmm. uh, would likely have passed on down the distribution chain to the final consumer. And that's why we call it a pass-through. So it, it passes through the levels of the distribution chain all the way down to the final consumer. What is your role in pass-through as an economist? Yeah, so as an economist, we are assigned to figure out how much of the overcharges were retained all the way down the distribution chain to the final consumer and estimate the damages. And I can explain a little bit how we do that. It can be challenging at times. How so? Uh, <clears throat> well, because of the data requirements uh, largely, but uh, it's there are uh, um, well-established methods that we can use So in a nutshell, what we need to do is to, at each level of the distribution chain, we need to link the prices that the company charges to the costs of the product. That relationship is going to tell us how much of the changes in costs are reflected in changes in prices. And that's what we call an estimate of pass-through. How do you collect your information to determine the passer? <clears throat> well, uh, we need to get the right data to do this analysis, and we often do. We do get data produced by various manufacturers, distributors, retailers. These data contain uh, prices and costs of the items that allow us to estimate the pass-through. Of course, the data that um, gets produced is not always complete and there are complexities and issues that are involved that we need to take into account as is often the case in all analysis that that we do so we need to investigate the data properly um, understand uh, if there are any um, 
complexities or issues that would prevent us from adequately estimating the pass-through, missing data, missing information. But ultimately, in all cases that I've worked with, we, we get sufficient data to conduct um, to, to conduct a, a reliable pass-through analysis. And I've done several several of those. Well, I've appreciated you kind of giving us this overview on pass-through. What's something that you would like our clients to take away from all of this and this concept? It is often the case that the court will require to conduct a pa- pass-through analysis for each level of the distribution chain. So when collecting the data, I would recommend to be cognizant of that and make sure to provide to obtain data with respect to each level of the distribution chain, manufacturing, distribution, retail, um, to have the entire distribution chain covered uh, when conducting pass-through. That's one thing I'd strongly recommend. Great. Well, I just want to say thank you again, uh, Armin, for being here. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, Stephanie. It was good to be back. I'll be back again. Thank you again for being here. And if you'd like to learn more about Armin Markosian, head over to our website, www.econone.com. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on Inside Expert. 